This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings than hours in a day, you are calm and collected with your group benefit plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online anytime on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. That's ab.bluecross.ca. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody. Light me up! It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL, and we are a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and welcome into the district tonight as we wrap up preseason and we get a chance to talk about the coming season. The regular season starts this week. We are very excited. Uh, it's excited to get in and get some games going. Uh, yes, we're still excited. Even the result of that game on Friday was not great. Uh, this, tonight, it is just two of us, uh, myself and one Commissioner. Kayla, how are you? Well. <laughs> that good. This is in 2021, so I'm going to be optimistic, but, ooh, that was a swift kick in the nuts. Wow. <laughs> Right? That, that a very humbling experience. Not that we needed to be any lower to the ground, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, here exactly. We are. Well, I think, um, you know, sometimes uh, we need a reminder of what it was like. And uh, and, and we'll talk about that in a short bit because I, I do want to talk about that. But um, I, I do want to start by asking you, though, what, um, how was, how was the entire feel of, being back at the stadium and and what was the game day experience like? What was tailgating like? All those types of things. I, I want to know what that was all like for you. Uh, it felt again just like being home. It was it's so natural. It's just that thing that you, you're like, oh, yes, now I feel complete. This is what <laughs> was missing. And thanks again to you for the parking pass, because, wow, is it ever handy just walking out to your vehicle and leaving the game? Right. Splendid. Oh, so great. Extra, and like Extra I, bonus for tailgate. Yeah. I know. And I, all my stuff was right there. And I mean, if they rejected me because my purse was too big, I'll be like, OK, I'll just be right back instead of like, <laughs> well, I got to throw this away now or, you know, so. <laughs> I mean, that was great. Being a tailgate is always great. Brian Kelly was there, so we got nice. to see him again. Yes, and his family. 
And, uh, I mean, I, I loved it because Celeste got to meet him and she got a picture with him and was just over the moon. So, so great to see someone who, I know who Brian Kelly is, but like you had to tell me at training camp, you're like, that's Brian Kelly. I'm like, <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> right? So, because that's like, I can't fangirl over something that I never was introduced to. So he was after or before my time. But it's really great to see him walking around at tailgate, still being involved in this in this organization. So that is awesome to see. And um, it was great. Thanks again, super fan and Jedi check like amazing. Uh, Janelle, thank you for the beer. It was delicious. Philip's dinosaur. I'm telling you, it's good stuff. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, and yeah, just having everyone back and I mean what can you say about tailgate you just have to go and experience it for yourself but it's it's always so good to see everybody um and then the game day experience I mean I didn't see a big difference I have no complaints I mean for the most part I'm there for the football (laughs) I wish I wasn't this time but (laughs) fair (laughs) But I mean, uh, the halftime show was excellent. Like, I didn't even leave for West of Us because I was like, I'm just going to watch a, a little bit of it. I stayed for the entire thing because I was just so enthralled. I mean, the choir of the children was so heartfelt. And then they had the Ukrainian dancers. And it just brought me back to Grey Cup 2018 again. And I just got super overwhelmed. And I'm like, mixing my favorite things. And it's for a good cause. Like, what more could you ask for? So, I mean... Some people were complaining about like music and stuff. I had no complaints. I was driving to the music. I was rocking and rolling. The oh, the cheer team. Oh, I'm so glad the aerials are back. Excellent oh, job, nice. guys. Such a good job. Good music. They had some Kylie Minogue in there. And if you don't know who that is, I'm judging you. <laughs> I know who it is. Come on. Not you, and to anybody yeah. out there, like, you don't know anybody who is my age. I absolutely knows who Kylie Minogue is because we watched the videos, right? Right. Well, I mean, I've had for different reasons, <laughs> 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 but I went. I'm I'm a huge fan of hers. I went to Ontario or to Toronto to watch her in concert. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah, I'm a huge fan of hers. So when they did a dance, they can't get you out of a head. I was like, you got me. I'm in. I mean, you're amazing, talented wise, but I'm just the music so i had fun everything else was on point for me at least i wish i would have tried some concession food but next time um, confession food that's confession food (laughs) it is is my sabbath today so (laughs) um but it smelled really good smelled like mini donuts so Mm. yeah i mean i I have no complaints. Football is back. There's so much like bigger things in the world that is going on. I just care that we're in the stadium again and we get to watch some football. So I had a great time. Awesome. Awesome. uh, Apart from you not being there. Well, yeah, I mean, it can't be perfect. I mean, uh, nothing can. That's right. I mean, Uh, if you weeks, a couple weeks, I'll be there. If you were there, I would have exploded because there's too much. Well, then I better not do that. I don't want I don't want you to explode. It's okay. Um, <laughs> the, I'll leave uh, my mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Is that the title of the podcast? I'll leave my mark. I usually do somewhere right. or another. It's true. It's very true. Um, now, 
Actually, tell me a little bit about the the music because I, I it seems like a great divide on Twitter for some reason that it was, you know, know. too loud, too soft. It was, you know, not like not good or bad. Like, and people love it, but people don't. Like, I, I was very odd to me. I'm like, without having been there to experience it, and of course, not be able to see it. So, there was definitely something wrong with the system. That's for sure. Yes, okay. Yeah, absolutely. There was something wrong with the speakers. It was really bizarre because when um, Chris and Ashley would speak, it would be like really piercing at first. Okay. So, and then the music wouldn't sound like it just sounded like all bass or something. So there was definitely something wrong with the system as far as like the actual music goes. Guys, it's just music. Like you have to throw a mix of everything in there. And like, I didn't have any complaints. Like that's the least of my concern. I, I had fun, but I like every kind of music. So I just think if we're having to nitpick at absolutely everything now, I mean, it's good to have criticism that is healthy and like, hey, like maybe you can rearrange it this way, but then someone else is going to have a problem with it, right? So it's just, I mean, just fix the sound in general and I think we'll be all right. I mean, they didn't overplay country, so I'm like... (laughs) Well, it wasn't a Saskatchewan game. That's really... I don't hate country, but sometimes I'm like, but really? But not with, all the time. Yeah, with, exactly. And with football, I don't know. I don't know. It's just yeah. my least favorite. And they should throw in some heavy metal just to get... It's like a bit cathartic. You know, especially I, I when, we're, when we're losing really badly. It's really good to have some heavy metal. Because <laughs> you're just like... <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Coach is asking, what did you think of the brass tastics? That was on my notes, so I'm glad okay. you brought that up. Oh, that was going to be for my good. Yeah. Oh, man. You give me any kind of brass in jazz, in punk, in heavy metal sometimes when they throw, I'm all in. Like anything operatic or brass or jazz, anything like that, throw it into like modern music or anything I'm all for. So I loved it. That guy with the mohawk, come on. Straight up <laughs> punk from like punk, 80s punk. Loved it. Um, and then with the drum line and yeah, I, I'm all for it. I loved it. I was yipping and yang. So cool. that was I, one like of I, my positives for the game. <laughs> yeah. I heard, I heard a lot more about them and I heard some of them were actually like playing people out of the stadium and stuff. And that was really cool. And so it, it, I mean, that, it sounds like they're doing some cool things. Like I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. and, um, and then uh, uh, coach was also saying that he thought Ashley did a, a good job for her first mm-hmm. time around. And uh, what did you find with the balance between Ashley and Chris Sheets? Cause uh, I mean, we're so used to Chris all the time. Right. But yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know what it's like with a new voice. Well, um, just one thing too, with the brass tacks, like pr- brass tactics, um, you definitely could tell with the speaker. I think if they just rearrange some of the mics, because some of the, uh, instruments were much louder than the others so it wasn't a very cohesive set but i'm just nitpicky because i used to be in a jazz band so i want to hear everything and be able to pick up each sound so that's the only thing but they just need to rearrange the mics um as far as like those two i loved it i loved how one was west and one was east so they're hyping each side up individually and then i i thought it was like they didn't really miss a beat nice they really worked well together. And yeah, I, I thought she did a great job. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Ooh, well, well let's okay. remind everybody who's joined us on uh, YouTube, make sure just like coach, you throw your questions into the chat for us and we will get to those as we go along. And if not during the podcast, definitely on overtime afterwards, we, uh, we appreciate you guys putting your thoughts in there as we chat uh, on, on a different night of recording only because we're trying to avoid the oiler game tomorrow night. Uh, and hopefully they will do better. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, we're we're, we're going to hope. We're going to hope that they're going to be better. That's that's all we got left. So. The only thing I can think of is they came back from a 3-1 deficit to move on, but now we're at a 3 nothing. So we'll see. it could happen, it's but a, there's a the chance. Avalanche. So just watching the Avalanche, I'm very envious. Their defense. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah, they they play a really good team game. Yeah. <sighs> So, and they yeah. have speed, right? So oh, man. they're just like a well-rounded, well-rounded team. So yeah. I wouldn't be overly upset because let's be honest, they deserve it. Yeah, they, they've done very, very well. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, let's get back to the other team. I mean, I know it wasn't a great uh, weekend to be uh, an Edmonton fan <laughs> in general, but um, so, yeah, let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the rest of the game. Um, Elks lose 37 to 7 to the Stamps. Um oh. What 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 did you see that was good though? What did you see that stood out as far as uh, the play or, or other? I mean, I already you already talked about brass tastics, but what what else did you see that was good? Um, oof. I mean, not to beat a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we could do that. We wish, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess my goods would be most likely or more likely just the individual players. Um, and one thing I will say about this loss is at least we have a coach that doesn't take it laying down. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall to hear everything that was said at halftime and after the fact, because we all know that that's not the kind of thing that CJ is just going to take like lightheartedly, like yeah, any, any other coach. His, his post game, no, I haven't. Presser. I, I finally got a chance to kind of watch it today. And he said, he said, you know, well, that it, it's a pretty bad reflection on the coaching that we need to step up our game and mm-hmm. make sure that they're, you know, on point. But he said that like that, that was embarrassing. He goes, we had energy and, and that type of thing in, in Winnipeg last week. And this week, nothing, no He's like, our, our team needs to play better, better than that. And he goes, and some people are going to find out that's what happens when you don't put some energy in. And, and that yeah. happened too. So uh, I think I agree with you. He, he's not going to take it lying down. And he's also going to be like, okay, who are the people are we that were play? doing what they're supposed to? And who are the people who weren't? Putting in the effort. I mean, you're not going to be the perfect player, but if you're correcting your mistakes or trying to correct your mistakes and not just coming back to the bench and whining about it, I mean... I don't know if that's what players were doing. I'm just saying at least like you're showing something. Um, but it's really disheartening to end the season like we did and then to start back up at home when you just saw that they won against the former Great Cup champs. Mind you, it was still preseason. I understand that. But you get that little spark and then you come home and you play your rivals and you get beaten down that bad it's like really disheartening and i'm not gonna lie i'm not i wasn't being like 
facetious at all on Twitter. I was having a bit of PTSD. <laughs> yeah. This is not happening again, right? This is, this is only preseason. Don't jump ahead. But it's it's a lot. So we'll just move on from that and hopefully that we can actually show up on the 18th. Yeah. Um, well, let's but show again, up on the 11th first, NBC. Well, I mean, apparently yeah. we're okay on the road, just not at home. Like, there's something at home that I don't know. That we're not that they're not clicking with. I don't know why. There's a bunch of cheering fans. So, anyway, but uh, yeah, as far as the good, I mean, how, what can you say? Jalen Marshall, like, uh, he, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that, and I don't, right, like, how can I not? Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. can I not? Yeah. Um, Kai Loxley, like, those were the two players that really stood out to me um, as far as like playing wise. And another good is you know when someone gets injured how much players will come together no matter what side you're on. I thought that was a really moving experience, um, especially, you know, Gavin gets hurt and um, what's his name? Number 34, Leader? So, is that uh, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Properly? Yeah. Leader? Uh, Milanovic Litre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He would not leave Gavin's side. He was with him from the beginning to the end while he was getting carted away. So I thought that was like a really huge reflection on like a brother getting hurt. And that really touched me. And then obviously Apara seeing, I've never seen the whole team go on the field like that. And I've never seen the opposite side, all of them coming together like that. And, you know, my head went to the worst possible thing. Like I thought he, this was another Jason Tucker thing where he's done forever, like paralyzed. Cause you don't see that. Ever So just to see that something is bigger than football really brings you back and like, okay, these are people's lives. These are the yeah. guys that are putting their life on the line initially. So, I mean, that was a really good thing to actually experience to see teams coming together to support one player in preseason. And they probably don't even know um, a bunch of them don't even know each other. That's so, yeah. I mean, it's not good that he got hurt. But that's a positive that I take away that, you know, they can put some things aside and come together from both sides of the of the fence. I like that. We need more of that in this world right now. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> right? Just to get a yeah. little philosophical. Um, and is that all the good I have? I think I, so. You know what? That's more than I, we, a lot of people could pull out of it. So, hey, I, I'll uh, take that. And, and brass, yeah, brass tactics. And um, I mean, as far as players go, uh, Jake Serezna just like beat up everybody. It was great. So he definitely controlled that the D line. And also seventy six, Farrell McKeever. Yeah, I think. Yep. Yeah, it sounded like uh, he was really good coming off the corner. Uh, yeah, I saw edge, sorry. his number a lot kept flashing by, and so those are the two guys on defense that really impressed me. And. Um, obviously Jalen Marshall I wouldn't have said number five at the beginning I mean did I find my new Bryant Mitchell I never will let's be honest <laughs> but uh I'm liking I liking a little mambo in my life nice <laughs> there's the new nickname I love it I love it um yeah he said he stood out from from what I heard um and obviously I mean I I, on, I only heard part of the second half but um um, and Riley's grad was amazing, but it's still, you know, it was, <laughs> I didn't get the, to, to the assessment as much. Um, it did sound to me like 
Trey Ford is growing as a quarterback. Like he didn't, 100%. you know, I know he threw an interception and he had a lot of, he still was running a lot, but I think, I think that was tipped. Someone said that the, okay. uh, on Twitter that they saw it tipped. So, oh, okay. Okay. So there was, yeah. a, there was a Bahar moment tipped off somebody and the other team caught it. Okay. Um, it's, um, so yeah, I think, I, I think the growth is there and that's the part that that's exciting, right? He may not be there yeah. quite yet, but he's the, the growth keeps happening and that's kind of what we're, we're looking forward to. So that's and I mean, I'll, I'll say it a thousand times. His, there's something about his throws. I'm just mesmerized by them. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I just, oh, to me, they just are like a work of art when I see it like streaming through the air. I'm like, that is like a perfectly thrown ball. Wow. Nice. Nice. Is it so I have a, I have a, can catch it is the next thing. It could be pretty in the air. But well, <laughs> no, well, all of them that were catchable weren't caught. So, okay. I mean, the throw itself is beautiful. And then, I mean, of course there's going to be mistakes, but the ones that are perfect and don't get caught, I get even more upset because you know how I feel about number two. Yes, that's right. Yes, push-ups. Come on. Yeah. <sighs> there was one in particular, but we can wait till we get to like the bad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's go there. That's next. What do you, what, oh. who, are, who are the ones that you're like, Ooh, that's not good. Uh, like everyone. <laughs> that's fair. When the score was that, what it was when you lose by 30. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, it's still preseason, so I'm yes. not going to be super, super judgmental, but it looked like a bunch of amateurs. Like they looked better in training camp than they did on an actual game. Okay. Yep. And I just like, I get it, but I don't get it at all. Like the I'm the kicking game. I what happened? I've never seen such a 180 in football, ever. I don't think. Like you even said you've never seen, you've never been interested in, in the kicking yeah. as much as you have this training camp. Yeah, those but... kicks were brutal. Oh, that's, that's what it sounded like. Uh, on the other hand, the one thing, you know what they didn't have on the field? Sergio. Mm -hmm. So it's a good so, thing we have him. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like the ones that we were watching at training camp. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, we what? were watching Lightborn and Hutchins and they were, they were kicking the lights out, but then the lights came on and that. Uh, you don't. And way. I mean, like Chad makes a point to uh, our friend Nubian. Uh, like, I mean, it's different when you're in training camp than when you're opposite of someone running after you in order to get to the ball. Right. But in Winnipeg, was there that much trouble? Like, like I, yeah, no. Right? Like, but I mean, they've all played football before, so it's not like they're completely brand new to kicking off when someone else is, is flying at you. So it was just bizarre to see such a turnaround and... Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, the, the, the cuts speak for themselves, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We should, why don't we just get to that? Because I think that's kind of where we're lying out a lot of where things landed. Um, and then I see there's a couple of questions here in, in the chat that we'll, we'll get to in a second. Um, and before the podcast is up, sorry, I have to talk about one oh, um, sure. missed catch, but we can do that later. We can do that. I'm, well, I'm, no, we'll I'm talk about that now. Cause then, oh, well, then we'll talk about the cuts. I was wondering if it was going to come up, but that, uh, I don't know if anyone else saw the uh, miscatch by shy Ross, perfectly thrown ball 
by Trey Ford to Shay Ross or Shy Ross, and it was coming over his shoulder, and he turned around, and it was going to be like a perfect catch, and he had an open field, and it would have been a touchdown, and he dropped it. Oh, really? Or just like mishandled it, and it was like that, and everyone you could just like feel the energy, it's like, and then it got dropped, and you're like, that was a perfectly thrown ball, and you had an open field, and it's. Gone. Did, did it just like bounce off his hands or was it just? Uh, well, he was catching it over the opposite side of where I was sitting. So I'm not exactly sure if it bobbled or if he just like completely missed it. I just saw that thing and I'm like, oh, it's Shy Ross. Like, no bigs, number 11 here. Whoa. Okay. And I think that was the fourth quarter too. And you're like, I, I give up on life. <laughs> that was. Uh... But. That was probably my worst moment because you're like, at least get one more. Something. Okay. Yeah. I, I, and that probably was coming then from Kyle Oxley, who sounded like he had another good game uh, for what he was doing. Like he was moving the ball. And uh, I'll give the line of the night in our text chat to Paul because um, Mike said, well, you know, Loxley seems to be, you know, moving the ball well, but I don't know if that's, you know, because it's against, lesser competition because of course Calgary had other guys in but Paul responded with well did he get traded to Calgary in the end of the third quarter <laughs> I thought that was such a brilliant line <laughs> going up against lesser competition uh-huh <laughs> that was uh but hey that was pretty funny that was a good line um yeah there lots of tough things uh to go over for that um and uh, and I'll do a couple of comments here that we'll just go before we get to the releases. Um, you know, Coach Vic saying, you know, what what we were saying there a couple of weeks ago, we haven't seen a home win since October of 2019. <laughs> so uh, what? Oh yeah, lord! Need a, need a home win at some point. Uh, and block punts are never really good. No kidding. We've had a lot of those uh, as of late. Um, and. Uh, and just, yeah, took the wind out of everybody, was Ken was saying. Um, her next game this year will be against the Rough Riders. Yay. Okay. Uh, Coach Vic saying, West of Us was amazing, which I'm sure it was, and I can't wait for West of Us on uh, the 18th. It's going to be awesome. Um, and uh, uh, Coach says, so many dropped balls. <laughs> Title of the podcast. And uh, nobody stood out. Uh, it was so boring. This was their job tryout. And that's the general sentiment is that this this was your job tryout. And yeah. guys were not showing up. And that that's, I think, that's kind of indicative when you see what happened the day after. Um, yeah. Jerry Cooper saying, was it a case of players trying to secure jobs as individuals and not playing as a team? And uh, coach says that's a really good point. So, mm-hmm. um, so, and then uh, Ken Ludwig says uh, Stamps defense made Ford look like the rookie he is, but he recognized when there was no one downfield to throw to. So, so that's good. Uh, and it looks like Ronan is on with us, and he said that drop was brutal. So obviously he agrees with you, yeah. Kayla. Yeah. So that's uh, that not not surprising. So, let's get to the cuts. Um, so released um, outright. Um, Victor Abraham, which is a who's a linebacker, Dotun Akatipi, who is a defensive back, uh, Karan Ashley, who is wide receiver, Blaze Barber, who's one of the long snappers, uh, Jean-Paul Simenkinda, uh, running back. I mean, come on, we just lost sort of kinda. 
I know. Yeah. That's is that sad um, that we're only gonna miss the name? <laughs> it is true. Yeah. Oh, there's another one coming up. Um, Tyler, or no, sorry, Keenan Clark uh, at defensive back. Tyler Clucas Warren, who is an offensive lineman. Uh, Javante Dean, or Leg Day, now gone, uh, defensive back. Nate Edwards, linebacker. That one is tough for me. I thought he actually showed out really well, and I've been chatting with his mom on Twitter, and she was Aww. the one that messaged me and said released. I'm like, oh. That's sucks that sucks yeah um i thought he was really good but i i i i'm not an evaluator so uh nate hamlin who's a defensive back uh greg hunchins in the kicking game uh peter cordis off the offensive line caleb lightborn who is a kicker uh emmanuel mcgirt on the offensive line T- terrence roberts or t-bob as we were calling him at running back Forte <laughs> sap from the linebacker position, which is a little surprising to me. I, I had heard lots of Corte Sap, but I think Pharaoh McKeever might have actually stepped up in that particular mm. role. Uh, Christian Salisbury at wide receiver, which also yeah. was surprising because he was looking like a good returner as well. Uh, Brandon Smith on the offensive line, J.D. Spielman at wide receiver, Jawan Taylor at defensive back, and Jalen Tolliver at wide receiver. Mm. And I thought that one might have hit you a little bit, but... Um, but I think Mambo number five took that spot. The Jalen swapped. Mm, yep. Little, that is that though. Little Jalen swap, which <laughs> also sounds a little wrong. Anyway, um, was there any other names on there that like really caught you off guard? Um, I mean, when the list comes out, I just i I get emotional just because I can't imagine what it would be like as a player. Um, especially if you tr- you thought you put your heart and soul to it and just to see that. So I just I have a really, I, I, I sympathize with these guys. I can't empathize. I've never gone through this, but it kind of breaks my heart. And it it's just sad to see names like we didn't know yet, but I mean, they're people and they yeah. don't have a job that they may have like loved. And, and it may just be that, you know, someone just outperformed and, you know, Maybe they're not the greatest at football, but they love it, right? So, I mean... Well, and maybe there's a couple of guys on there that are the first call if something happens. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. they didn't want to practice roster spot, but down the road, you know, when there's injuries because of football and that happens, yeah. and those are the guys that are the first call. Who knows? Like, we'll have it's, to see, right? Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's always heartbreaking. But, I mean, I thought... I was a little surprised. I mean, he didn't have the best showing which was uh, Cameron Ashley. But I just, I, I'm wondering who as a wide receiver may have outshined him a little bit. Um, maybe Jacob Holly or Caleb Holly. Caleb Holly, yeah. Performed a, a bit better. Yeah. Um, I'm just honestly surprised that he was cut so quick. So I don't know if there was maybe attitude problems on the bench. If, you know, things weren't going right, he wasn't correcting himself. You know, I just don't. We don't know that, but just to see how he was performing training camp against Winnipeg and now got released after this game, I was a little bit surprised on that one. And then um, again, with Christian Salisbury, you already brought up was a name that caught some people's attention too. So, I mean, it sucks. I felt really bad for uh, Caleb Lightborn though, on one of his botched kicks, he went to the bench in flames he was incredibly upset he ripped off his helmet and 
sat down on the bench and like threw it to the ground. Like he was upset with himself and I just felt so, so bad for him. But tough. That is tough. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, I, I'm going to go back to Karan Ashley for a second. Cause I agree with you. It was, that one was a little bit of a surprise for me, but I think, I think they wanted to have some veterans in the receiving core. And you look at Emmanuel Arsenault and Caleb Hawley, like you mes- mentioned that are now on the the roster and maybe they're looking for some of those veterans to help because in our quarterbacking uh all four quarterbacks don't have a ton of experience and so maybe that veteran leadership from the receiving core can help with that right so um yeah so I'd have to think that plays into it for sure well and a lot of times too like it's about the chemistry of of teammates I mean, you might be a yeah. fantastic player, but if you're a crap person in the locker room, how valuable are you going to be in the long run? Like, right? Uh, would you really want that guy who is all about himself and not the team? I'm not saying that's him. Yeah. But yeah. just in general, generally speaking, too. So I don't. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. It's just his performance wasn't great, but I didn't think it was bad enough to get released so quickly. Yeah, that was but the surprise, right? Yeah. Who 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 are we? We're nobody. Yeah, We're a we podcast that talk about football. <laughs> just fans. I like just this guy. Fans. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, they number. did add some people to our practice roster. Uh, Michael Beaudry goes over. Uh, now he's listed as a quarterback, but he's been playing lots of other positions. So uh, he's he's the uh, jack of all trades there. Uh, Mark David Bienemy, so double hyphen, moves over to the practice roster. Uh, Rashawn Simonize, Cole Nelson, Nicholas Sumach, I think is how you say it. Uh, Raphael Gaglia, Gaglianone, that's our other kicker. Oh, None, I think. Yeah, Gaglianone. Yeah, there we go. I think so. Raphael Leonard, so a lot of Raphaels on the uh, practice roster. We got uh, a square again. Hey, yeah. <laughs> And uh, Sherman Batty at running back, uh, Charles Nelson at wide receiver, and Anthony, or Trey, Hoskins at defensive back. Yeah. So at least he's made the practice roster. <laughs> I don't know if it's enough for me to get a jersey yet, but we'll see. He's on, He's close. We have There's to actually still ask him, what, is it Trey? Is it Anthony? I'm not sure. Maybe it's like Anthony Trey or Trey Anthony. Or maybe it's Anthony, and for short, they got Trey out of that somehow. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I well, don't to, each, to each their own, I suppose, but wouldn't it be Tony? <laughs> yeah, Tony. <laughs> sure. Well, whatever. And, I uh, to some Cole, degree, I hope it's Anthony, because then I could truly get, like, a Hoskins on my jersey, and it would be right. It would still be right. <laughs> like, every time I hear the name Anthony, though, I always think of uh, Russell Peters. Okay. <laughs> the one, Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I didn't know that Cole Nelson was from Pinoca. What's up, yeah. bro? We're like yeah. 20 minutes from each other. See? Yeah. Cole Nelson's a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. Uh, and he wears his shirt proudly, so I like that. I appreciate that from Cole Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as does uh, Manny Arsenault when he announces that he's staying with the team and he has the shirt on. I'm like, yeah, a boy. That was so dope. He's got to be on the show. Come on, Manny. Yeah. 
Uh, now, the Esks did have some news as well. They Earlier in the week, they did sign linebacker Brady Sheldon, and obviously he made the roster as well. And then today, a big trade uh, with Ottawa. They acquired Jalen Collins at uh, defensive back and Martez Ivy on the offensive line, and we gave up a sixth-round pick for that. Now, Jalen Collins looked like he was a great corner last year, and uh, I have a feeling that's where he's slotting in with Javante Dean uh, being on the cut list. So it's going to be interesting how this uh, kind of plays out in over this next week. That depth chart uh, on Friday is going to be pretty crazy, <laughs> in my opinion. Now, how, sorry, how long has uh, he been in the league? Uh, last year was his rookie year in oh, okay. NFL. Yeah, but okay. he had been around in the NFL for a bit. So, um, But he played with, obviously, with Chris Jones in Toronto last year. So he already knows what he's getting into, and he knows the system, right? So that's that's an exciting bonus. Cut. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, I know there's a little chat going on in that uh, about that in the, in the chat here, uh, talking about the trade. Um, so a DB and an O lineman. So that's pretty cool. Um, we'll take it. Um, yeah. Hey, that uh, to me that looks like a great deal for us. Mm-hmm. Um, sixth round pick, and we get a, a what could be a starting corner. I think yes, please. Yeah, it'd be nice to win a trade every now and again. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Um, now, before we get to, too far um, into predicting for next week, oh, we do some wild predictions for this year. Oh, Lord. We need to do I some standings. So, I was so wrong for this year. Because it's, I know, like, oh, God, we'll all be off. I, like, I, I understand that. But, 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 from what we've seen in preseason and what we've seen with team moves and all those kind of things, how okay, let's start with the East. How do you have the East teams lining up at the end of the season? You know, I ha- I don't even know what the stands like who won what, to be honest, in the East. Hey. <laughs> So I'm just going to be so, so biased. Just I'm just going to be for... so biased and go Montreal one because pff, <laughs> it's me okay. and it's Montreal and it's Vernon Adam Jr. So okay. <laughs> they're one in the East. Um, I think the Red Blacks are going to be a little bit better under Mazzoli. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be up there. I still think Wait, who's 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 the quarterback for Hamilton again? Dane Evans. The great oh, Dane. oh, okay. Yeah. So I think I'll I'll say Hamilton is second. Okay. Oh geez, do I think that Red Blocks are going to be third? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> do you think? Do oh you, boy. Whatever. It's wild predictions. Do whatever you say. Whatever you want. Okay, we'll go Ottawa, Toronto. Even though I don't think wow. that's right. Right, I don't think then. that's right. No, that's good. That, Wait, who, that's, is, that's is it uh, Bethel for Toronto it still? It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got more. Oh, Bethel Thompson, yeah. Law Firm is our good friends at the Argos Fancast column. Yeah. Law Firm? Yeah, because it sounds like a law firm name. Yeah. <laughs> Three last names. I love that. It's so true. <laughs> so true. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's right, but I'm so bad at these. Yeah, and it's so weird seeing Mazzoli in black and red. I don't think Isn't I like it? it. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, I know. I know it's weird. 
All right. Well, I you're going to be happy with me because I'm going to go with Montreal at the top as well. Uh, also followed by Hamilton, but then I am going to go with Toronto and then Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right, but I'll stay. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right. Let's go westward. Oh, Lord. What do you have in the west, Kayla? Oh, my. If, if. Oh, I hate. Oh, Lord. Have mercy on my soul because. I don't think Winnipeg is going to do as well. I okay. Well, you never know. Ew, why do I think that Calgary is going to be one? Okay. God, I hope they I'm wrong. They did blow out both of their preseason games. I can understand. It's pre- and that's, that's what scares me. It's preseason and they still don't. Like, mm, and then we... God. Yeah, it's going to... Calgary is my pick for number okay. one. Okay. I got Winnipeg going first. Okay. Okay. What do you have next? I'll. I think Winnipeg will be okay. two. Okay. I got Sask in second. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to be four. I a hundred percent agree with you. That's exactly where I have us. Yeah. See now, I don't know Sask in BC. Okay. Because okay, Fajardo is more in tune with his team, but he's kind of flip-floppy as far as, like, how good he is. Like, he can be really on point and then not so. I don't, I'm not sure with Rourke. Is that how you say Rourke, Nathan? Yeah. Rourke? Mm-hmm. But he's a Canadian. Yep. So I'm going to say BC, Edmonton, Sask. <laughs> okay, but Sask at the bottom. All right. Only because I don't want to be last, but... <laughs> All right, and I got I got Calgary in third and BC in fifth. So, okay. um, so we have a few people putting some uh, wait. Put, so for their predictions, out. what's yours then? Winnipeg, SAS. Mine's Winnipeg, SAS, Calgary, Edmonton, BC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can see Chris here has Winnipeg, Calgary, SAS, Edmonton, BC for the West, and for the East he has Hamilton, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. So we shall see. Interesting. Interesting. Lots of fun to say that at the beginning. And li- yeah, let's be clear. I'm crap at these. So yeah. let's hope that I- <laughs> except for right. Montreal, I hope that's that's the case. But I really hope that we are not. I mean, I'd be happy if we weren't last, but it'd be nice to make playoffs. Yeah, well, we'll see. But we'll see. this is a I think this is a growth year for us. I think. It's yeah, a, it, we're still rebuilding a roster. So we'll and for your expectations. Too, people. Correct. Correct. Um. All right, week one, uh, Elks are playing at BC. Um, depth chart, like I said, will be very interesting. Uh, Lions won last week against Saskatchewan, and uh, Rourke looked pretty good playing that first half. Um, let's talk about that game. In my opinion, um, we're going to need to see a lot of pressure from a Chris Jones defense. He's, he's yep. a, a rookie starter. He's, he's not a – I mean, he has started a couple games last year, but he – he's the young kid get some pressure on him and um i i truly hope that uh that he gets uh, we get lots of pressure on him um mostly because i'm going to be there and watching it and I'm yeah well. fun. um but uh, i think i think that's the uh that's one of the major keys uh with the other key being uh hopefully a return of the kicking game with sergio yeah um what do you think about this game? 
Well, it's on the road, so that's advantage us. <laughs> We're not playing home. Um, but yeah, I agree with your statement. Um, I really want to see more of Arbuckle, so hopefully he is uh, in for the whole game. Mm-hmm. One would think, since it's actually go time. Yeah. If he's if he's okay, because we're not sure. He looked like he might have been dinged up, right? So still that bad. Okay, I, I didn't know how possible. bad it was. We're hoping that he's ready to go, but right now we don't know. And of course, practice isn't until Tuesday, so it'd be pretty hard to to know anything until. Yeah. Tuesday. And then I mean, we just have to return. We have to get some field advantage, apparently, because. We, I mean, it's the same old story. I don't want to repeat myself from last year again, but. Can we just have a special team that helps our offense get into better field positions so at least we can get a field goal? I mean, last year we were complaining that's all we were getting, and and this game I was begging for a bloody field goal at any point. (laughs) 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 Um, But, yeah, that's you have to play like a team first off. Yeah. Maybe start with that. Let's start with that. I'm, I, I, I'll be uh, more optimistic once I see how, like you said, the, the roster list is when that comes out and the final cuts. Let's see who else is standing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be uh, be very, very interesting. Um, we'll get to our prop bet on that. You you think about what our prop bet is going to be and you get to and I'll set. I already know it. You, you know it? Oh, perfect. OK. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll do that after we do our pickups yeah. because we got to get back to pickums. It's it's great that they're back and we get to chat about them because uh, you know that means it's season on. Season exciting. Okay, uh, first one: Montreal versus Calgary in Calgary. That's the starting game of the season on Thursday night. Who do you have in this game, Commissioner? I'm wondering, okay, groan and growl. That's that's fair. Okay, so on, we don't know what you're gonna pick. I know this year, so this is my thing. This is gonna make it easy for me for this game at least. Okay, so I did. Um, I always pick Calgary. I never pick Calgary. This year, I will do Montreal by default, except when they play us. So okay. this will be easy, Montreal. Montreal, it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like I already Roughly. made my predictions about stupid Calgary. I don't. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm picking Calgary to win at home in their first game. So sorry. Which Captain. is fair enough. Sorry. Um, mm. Yeah. But it, yeah. I'll, pick, uh, I'll pick Calgary and happy when I'm wrong. Um, Ottawa versus Winnipeg on Friday night. Our first Friday night football of the season. This one in Manitoba. So uh, I am going to say that the defending Grey Cup champions take that one down. I think it'll be closer, though, because I think Ottawa will have some of those things up their sleeve that we weren't quite prepared for. So Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. don't doubt that. It'd be very interesting. But I I think Winnipeg takes that one. Uh, What about you? I would agree. Um, I think if Ottawa is going to improve, it's going to be a little bit later in the season. Not so late, but... um, I think they're they're gonna take some time to click, but I mean, oh, I can't not say holy Mazzoli, but it's just so weird to see that, like I said, in those colors. But um, I I agree. I I wouldn't pat, put it past O'Shea to come up with something spunky. So I you got to Winnipeg at home. It's not preseason. Oof. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, all right, next one, Hamilton versus Saskatchewan. This one is right before our game on Saturday. There's a double header on Saturday. Uh, who do you got in that one? Who are they? Where are they playing? In Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan. In yep. Um, Hamilton. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. This was my upset of the week as well. I'm going to go with Hamilton taking down down Saskatchewan. That should be rather interesting. Now, that could be because I might have a light rule this year of never picking Saskatchewan. But Don't you love those? It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, Wrong shade of green. Um, so Hamilton, uh, the Great Dane, comes out, shows that what he can do as the starter, and away they go. So mm-hmm. now Elks prop bet. What do you have for our Elks prop bet? Touchdowns. Touchdowns for us. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you mean total in the game or just total? Us? Total in no, sorry, just us. Just Elks touchdowns. Just okay. Elks touchdowns because it was just so pathetic. How could I not? Pick okay. That? I, I'm gonna set the line at one and a half. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I'm assuming that they get one. Do they get two or do they not? I guess basically is the question. So um, what do you think? One and a half on the line. And, and those of you that uh, that are in the chat, uh, tell us what you think on that line. Over or under on one and a half touchdowns for the Elks this week against BC. What do you got, Kayla? Well, since you guys are going to be there and give us some good luck, I'll say over. Ooh. I'm going to be optimistic. This was preseason, guys. We have to be a little bit better. So I think we're at least going to get to. All right. I am also going to go over, but I thought you would go under. (laughs) I thought it'd be funny, but I'll say over. I say we get two. I think we can get two. But I think that's a fair line, the way that we played as of lately. Yeah. And maybe a few field goals and a win. I mean, I'm not asking for that much, right? Hey, there we go. You never know. Uh, and Capper reminding us, of course, that it's uh, the 25th anniversary of Friday Night Football. 25 years of Friday Night Football. Ooh, look at that. That's Amazing. Insane. Oh, you can tell it's an Elks podcast because uh, uh, Jerry Cooper, uh, Coach Vic, Capper, Kobe, Tyler, they're all saying over. <laughs> so this could be an exciting game for me to watch. That's what I like. I like to, I'm okay with this. So <laughs> will, will, you, will we see you on TV? Where are your seats? Not sure yet. Uh, I'll figure it out when I'm there. I don't know that you will see me on TV, but uh, that's that's fine. I'll have my I'll have my gear on and I'll be cheering. So maybe that'll oh, happen, but who knows? I have to remember to uh, resubscribe to TSN. <laughs> it's probably a good idea if you want to watch probably, more yeah. games. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay. Lovely. All right. Uh, before we uh, before we sign off, let's do this. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, uh, which is on a mission to inform you about uh, your city. Want to get a handle on Edmonton's growing innovation scene? Take a listen to Bloom, Taproot's new podcast. Each week, hosts Emily Rendell Watson and Faiza Ramji will discuss the latest developments and efforts to solve new problems and diversity in the co- in the economy. Find out who has invented what, who is investing in whom, and what is on the horizon. Find Bloom everywhere you listen to podcasts or visit bloom.taprootedmonton.ca. I like doing other new podcast things. Those are exciting. Right? There's so many. It's hard to choose. I have my faithful few that I listen to. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. I could always I add a few more. There's, I hope one in particular, but maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's good. Uh, okay, that's hilarious. Um, oh, Jerry put in a great comment that uh, not saying if the TDs are coming on offense or defense, though, <laughs> which is fair point. If it's if it's D, I'm not complaining. TD Just get TD. down there. We're not. Yeah. Not going to be upset about that. Yeah, That's exactly. Okay. Uh, and uh, Chris Agar says this game will be a war of attrition, but I'll be optimistic and say over. So we've got we've got we've got a lot of overs, a lot of overs on one point five, and good lord, it better be over. Let's just go. With let, that. let it just be war. Like let there be effort too, right? Yes. I'd be I'd be happy with that. Just show up. Effort is be, good. Great, be great. Yeah. Very ha- very happy with. Very happy with that. Yeah, that's outstanding. Um, now, uh, our APN shout-out this week is going to the podcast called Get Checkered. Uh, it's two Formula One newbies give their uneducated hot takes and teach listeners about the sport as they go. You can find them and all the other great shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. And uh, I have gotten into F1 because I watch Drive to Survive, and I think that's how I, a lot of people started watching F1. And holy man that's uh, that that's exciting so uh when you have other newbies and other people to chat to uh make sure you check out get checkered that's a that's a fun show that is i've never been to formula one but i have watched uh racing and in fact it was one of my first sporting events ever Ooh. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. it was very loud i was a I, kid i'm like <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be loud. right Loud but I remembered cars. it. I remembered it. That's what was. See. That's it. Made it memorable. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, Kayla, where does everybody uh, find you on the socials? On the one social of Twitter. Yes. Uh, yes, quite. You can find me at Dutch Lombardi. Wow, oh. I said that with like a really bad slur. <laughs> Duchess Lombardi. That's wonderful. Excellent. Yes. Because your name is Kayla Lombardi, of course. Yeah. Right? That's lovely. Okay. Uh, and you can find me at Freepalicious and the show at The Turf District on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Make sure you join the huddle with us there. Uh, and make sure you're also following our good friends at Pay It Forward with football. Uh, they sent 40 kids, I believe it was, to that game Amazing. on Friday. And Aaron Grimes was uh, high-fiving everybody. Uh, they're doing everything to spread kindness, and we need more of that. So make sure mm-hmm. you are following Pay It Forward with football. Um, if you are on YouTube, join, stay on for overtime where we will chat some more about the game coming up on Saturday and kind of get ready for week one. Uh, Otherwise, uh, make sure that you are sharing that link with all of your friends so that uh, more people can get into the huddle with us as we get into the season and are coming every week. Uh, We will be back next week uh, and hope for a player to join us to chat about game one and kind of how training camp was and all those types of things. Uh, We're very excited to do more this year as far as bringing some of those stories to you. So uh, so thank you again for joining us. For Superfan Mike and Commissioner Kayla, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week or in a couple of minutes. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.